Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Welcome to another friendly family edition of Kohal Culture Podcast, where we encourage you to drink light beer and retro cans. I'm your host tonight, Zilla Rock. I'm joined by Alaska, uh, the memorable one. He's here. Um, he's been puking on grunge bands this week on Twitter. Not oh, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Just mm-hmm. all over them. Yeah. Sharif, what's that? You say? Sharif, uh, Alaska needs to relax with that. <laughs> Man, I stand by it. Well, we'll, we'll probably have. <laughs> I, got, um... I got spreadsheets and everything breaking it down. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like pro football prospectus over here. <laughs> Five thirty-eight. You've been using a, a Microsoft Office to compile your yeah. case as to why Bush sucked. Which uh, <laughs> it's gonna bother me when we when we kick off twenty twenty three, doing the grunge episode. Um, Castro is has been given the night off, and but we are joined by a returning guest, um, Garden State. You know, it's just, this guy's the, the gargoyle. Uh, many 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 people are calling him that these days. He's back, I think, for his third go around. Fat Boy Sharif, welcome back. My brothers, happy to be back. It's always wild and crazy when we connect. So. Tonight ain't gonna be nothing different. We got to we got to end twenty two off proper. It was a crazy year all over. So tonight is all fun games and convos. Let me love it. Indeed, love <laughs> it. And making his first time appearance, which is I'm an oxymoron considering his his producer name and, and style is No Face. Welcome yeah. to the show. The one and only. Peace. Yeah. Shout out to everybody listening. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you for having us. Anytime. Yeah. How did you? How did you? How did both of you link up? Is it? Because last time, well, the first time we had Sharif on you was with Roper, and I remember you gave us the Roper breakdown. How you doing from before, and you were ciphering and all that shit. Like, and it was like yeah. a years long build up to that record. How did you and No Face link up? Was it in the parking lot of a of a classy strip club somewhere? Freestyling over a jukebox? Tell me. It could have been. It, it may have been, who knows? But, nah, it was definitely kind of came naturally, kind of like I mean, Roper connected. And it's funny because Lungs, uh, Lone Sword, me and him did the Cyber City project. Right. Mm-hmm. Doing the recording of that process, he was telling me, like, yo, this is dude, no face. He got an ill style. He dope as hell. Y'all should connect. Like, I think y'all was on dope together. So me and Face just started talking on some IG message shit, just on some regular showing each other love. I'm a fan of your work. Oh, dope. Your work is dope because I was familiar with him already from other projects, and he did a project with Concept Jackson that was real dope. Mm. And so it was basically like, yo, next time you come to the city, let's link up and just vibe out. So we linked up at Lone Swan Crib, chilled a little bit, and he started playing beats, we started going through music, and stuff just kind of clicked. And it's crazy, because, like, from the first one to three sessions that we had, you got kind of, like, a lot of the meat and potatoes for the album. Mm. You, the album start, once it gets to the end of it, some of the stuff don't hit the same. you like, this not really going with the concept, but it was kind of like we had a concept before we were speaking on it. Right. Just with the beats he was showing me and the way I was writing to him, like, so it was an amazing experience for sure, for sure. That's he's definitely cool. 
he definitely was somebody who, when I got put onto his production, just like Roper, just like uh, Lone Sword, that I was like, this is going to challenge me as a writer. And right. Producer, I'm all for it. Like, and especially if they're a cool ass person and down to earth. <laughs> Bet. Which is always a plus when working with somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What, what I liked about the record from, from you guys, and I remember Gang sent it to me probably like a couple months back, and he was all amped up. And uh, he was like, yo, I'm saying this shit. Da, 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 let me know what you think. And so I was playing and I was like, well, this is like really disorienting. And but it's but it's like to the point. You know what I mean? It wasn't like yeah. 27 songs of going, you know what I mean, going down like a like a maze of like trying to figure something out. So it was cool where at first I was like, what is happening? But because it's it's not yeah. lengthy, I could keep going back and be like, oh, I catch this, I catch that, I catch this. And it, and what what I like about what I like about what what this has, and I think Sharif, when you when you make records, you understand this. It's like you go for mood, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not so much like like you like you have a good ear for loops and obviously like performing and connecting with people, but I think what your strength is is picking things that have a mood. And so I wasn't familiar with No Face going into the record, and now you say like he worked with Concept Jackson. I like Concept Jackson, and I'm, I, I haven't listened to that project, but I'm guessing it's not the same pack that he would have picked, that you picked, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I think it's like the mood. So, like, so, so, Face, like, what did did you play? Like, how did you get to this 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 collection of beats together? Was it like the first ten, or you said yeah. fifty, or like, how does that work? This is know? uh it's it's a good question. Um, a lot of people been asking about this. Uh. And really, like, I think if if you are familiar with my work and the stuff I've done in the past, uh, I think you, you could definitely see a, a link uh, between, you know, that stuff, even if it is a little more conventional or maybe like uh, a little more, you know, hip hop uh, based rather than like, you know, preaching in Havana. Um, but really, like, yeah, at, at the time, I, I was, I think I, I was staying at, sleeping at, on Lungs' uh, Lone Sword's couch, and Sharif came over um, when we first met, and really, like, I was playing him loops and ideas that, that I had started, you know, that day, or just in the previous week, uh, mostly. I think one of those was uh, Fentanyl Firing Squad um, mm-hmm. and like John Hinckley. And I, I, like those were two of the first songs we ever recorded to. Ooh. And uh, like I showed him, but but I had uh, begun both of those beats like maybe the, the morning of that day, like before I had even met Sharif. Damn. And I think, uh, you know, like a lot of this really like it comes from you know, it, it comes from uh, just a, a dark place, you know, and and it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of pain and and uh, and chaos that that yeah. goes into the music. So uh, I, I think uh, I try to express that a lot, like in in most of my work. I, I've done a bunch of albums with uh, I did two albums with Concept. I just dropped a second album uh, that I executive produced. I produced most of the beats uh, with Concept. Um, and we, we did another one, our first one in 2020, uh, What's Done in the Dark. 
and shit. that that one is pretty scary too you know mm. concert jackson's like picking uh he's picking i think um you know the the stuff that's uh really like raw and mm. and emotional and, and that's really like what havana is to me is like some some just like raw emotional um music I, i've been making beats for like 10 years it's uh i'm coming up on 10 years next month Bet. so um <clears throat> at, at this point you know it's getting pretty I, I i make some pretty abstract music right thing yeah yeah and, and when, when you talk about working with concept and i need to catch up on those records because i i caught one of him like through mutant academy and then um mm -hmm. the emergency raps joints and then he i remember like the mutant academy like disbanded or kind of moved on and, and flanagan became a solo right. dude and twame um and then when i heard concept on uh on the elusive record on small bills when he popped up mm. on that shit, i was like oh like mm. concept can can do this shit too not just like banging like va boom bap like banging vibe shit. he can he can really go into other spots and so i uh i gotta check this i i, I that's on me i didn't know you guys were so deep together so i want to i want to see what he's picking from you you know what i mean because that, uh, fascinates me What's up? I, that project is crazy shut up the concert yeah also a uh, glitch uh by al davino and sd knack i produced like the majority of that album and i got i got a whole album out with al davino as well and uh yeah i would i would recommend uh listening to that if you like preaching in havana is is, is that one of like the 800 dollars joints i gotta buy from al davino and i, and I can't no 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 i mean and uh both both of those are on on all streaming oh bad and uh okay, you know good. it's for for the people go go listen you know Fuck yeah, dude. That's great. See, then this is good. And 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 I think what's what's what I liked about um how you guys get down is like it's I, I like how you said it, it's like a lot of pain in it, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I think I think what Sharif is is excelling at as he goes up his career ladder is not shying away. <laughs> like Sharif, like you you mm -hmm. lean into you so well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's no well, you know, this thing's popping now. Maybe I should do that this year. We're like, ah. Oh, no. I hope. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a total, it's a total mm. refusal to adhere to anything else, which I think is really fucking cool. So props to you. Yeah, I love that. It's one, it's one of my favorite things about the Sharif Ufa. That it, it's just like, it's a one of one all the way through. Exactly. Um, So. You guys had gang come in as well, right? And add like textures and vibes to that. Like, how did that come all about? And like, you know, what was the importance of having that, having gang come in and, and be a part of this project? Oh yeah, nah, definitely. Uh, he was definitely a big part. I would say probably we got it probably completed. I want to say maybe early twenty twenty one, like maybe like. <laughs> February-ish or maybe December of 2020. And I remember I went to a studio to see him and I was like, yo, check this, this one, this like a project I'm working on. So I showed it to him and we he was bugging out over it. And we both was, he was just like, yo, that shit is dope. And I came to him once I'm like, yo, I'm thinking you can, you know what to do with this. And he was like, yo, <laughs> your rings on that. Let me, I wanna I wanna put that out. I want to make some asterisk. And I was already familiar with all of the fire PTP projects, 
And I know he would bring it to the next level that it needed to be at for overall just like a hard-hitting experience because the songs was there, even like all of the different vocal transitions and samples and all of that, Faith put all of that in. So we basically bought that all again, and he enhanced it and just brought it to the next level. Because yeah, I like what Zilla was saying like about just moods and albums and to me, that's number one over anything. Like, and to me, I knew this mood of the album had to feel a certain way from the mixing to just how certain words maneuvering. Right. Like, kind of like when you hear uh, one of the first two Black Sabbath albums, uh, Voodoo from the end of <laughs> Parliament. Like, it's more than just like, I like these songs. It's like, right. I'm, I'm spiritually being, being moved by this. Even if I don't even know how to feel about it right now, right. Like, gotta go back to yeah. it. Just, every time I go back to it, it, it hits me a little different. Like, mm. That's you know, and that's like the mood to me is really key. Like I've always said, that's what separates a Styles P album from a Ka album. Like Styles yeah. P, everyone loves Styles P. He's one of the fucking greatest ever. But Styles P albums, like mostly, are just like. Here's some joints. I made some joints. Cool. Ka's like, okay, you it, it for me, I can't play Ka unless it's winter. I can't play him <laughs> when the sun is out at 7 30, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Can't do it. It doesn't make sense. You know, I mean? he doesn't have those type of records. And so, like, this is the time of the year where like whatever Ka puts out, I can't. If, it, if he drops in July, August, I'm like, I can't even let everyone's like, oh Ka. I'm like, I can't do it. It's not, it's not the time yet for me to really to me line up with. The environment to listen to him so i guess so if you if you had the album done or in you know completion stages over a year and change ago then then what what was the plan to put it out like this time in 2022 like fall winter yeah so i i yeah. mean i could maybe speak on that i think we really um like we had met and like sharif said we started making these songs that ended up on Havana kind of like immediately. And the whole concept, I think, behind the album and really like the the content of the album itself like came very naturally uh, yeah. for both of us. And like our energies like bounced off of each other really well. But like it, it was also the, the peak of COVID really during that time right. and like sort of political unrest in the country mm -hmm. um you know really just like a, a crazy time in general the the end of 2020 mm -hmm. going into 2021 uh you know the uh, pandemic uh, stimulus money all of that and you know besides like not even to to mention like personal factors in in me or sharif's lives that also might have been adding into that uh mess but so i think we really uh, had the album done like as a concept and I had added all these samples like talking samples and transitions with Sharif over like demos of each of the songs. Mm -hmm. So we, we put it all into one project file and then sort of realized that all the songs and the whole record is unmixed and mastered. And um, it really was like a very muddy rough version 
And we sat with that for, I think, months while we were trying to find the right direction. Um, like Sharif said, we, we found Gang. He knew Gang and, and had a relationship with him uh, a little bit before. And so I think that really worked out perfectly. And, and Gang, like, he mixed and, and mastered the album. And he, you know, brought a lot of his own expertise and, like, creative thinking to the uh, record in terms of, like, um, dynamics and, and really, like, I think Sharif's vocal um, like the vocal tracks, um, he really took to the next level and, and, you know, went crazy with some effects like panning and, and delay and just, you know, big crushing and pitching um, <laughs> Cherie's ad libs, you know. So I think also he was able to sort of connect with the record as well. And like he saw what we were trying to do perfectly and he, like Gang really brought it out to the the next level um in the end yeah and so and and then you know by the time we had we really worked with him extensively trying to get it right also Mm. like he was he was very patient with us you know and like i had all these sound effects and like samples and transitions so it was like kind of a confusing process to mix the whole thing um but uh you know, pretty much after we started doing that, uh, like we put the album out, um, you know, immediately we had a little schedule. And by that time, it's coming around to like a uh, winter season, uh, right. like colder, darker time again. Yeah. So it seemed perfect, you know, and, and we had it done maybe in July or August. And, and you know, we, we didn't want to drop it in August. Right. Or September or you know, we maybe it was done in August or September. Yeah, but it's it's not cold enough in September. <laughs> like you said. It, if if it, that's what I was wondering, like it fits. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. It worked hand, out. Hand and glove. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember Gang saying at some point when he sent it to me about either like uh, Halloweenish time or like that, but it 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 it's it's a good and it's a perfect record to put out as you get into these months because not a lot of people are dropping albums they're doing what we're about to do wrapping up the year you know what i mean so like you can catch that you can catch that little pocket when people still want to hear something before they put in like their best of 2022 list and then also if they missed it when it first came out like for you guys a couple months ago it keeps hitting lists then people find it on someone else's (laughs) list as we're about to do and then pull it up, you know what I mean? And then run with it for the holiday break going into January, February. So mm. you nailed it. <laughs> I don't know if you did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Walk right into that shit. No, and it's, it's ill too, because like, I, let me ask you, uh, ask y'all Zilla in uh, Alaska, how would y'all, um, what did y'all think when y'all first went into, like, when y'all just, before y'all heard it? Maybe when y'all just see the title on the cover, when I go in it, because I'm trying to, it's funny to me, like when people say, like, they went from Gandhi thinking, like, okay, the next project is going to sound like this. Mm-hmm. And it, Cyber City was completely different from that. Oh, yeah. So did y'all, did y'all think it was going to go to this? <laughs> I think it might have been back to the Gandhi thing, like the Gandhi style of joints. Like, Hey, after after hearing the um, the this 
Cyber is a Cyber City. Sorry, I'm blank. Yeah, Cyber the City, Cyber yeah. City. Yeah, after hearing that record and like then seeing this cover, I was like, all bets are off. And I I threw it on at work when I first put it on. I got like two songs in. I was like, <laughs> I actually got to sit with this. I can't like play right. this in the background right now because it's like I'm paying half attention to that, half attention to work, and it's like neither is getting the proper attention. So I was like, I'm gonna like I'm gonna wait until I have some time to sit with this, and then like. A couple weeks later, I was upstate, and everybody was asleep, and I threw it on in the morning. I was like, ah, hmm. now I'm getting it. And even then, like, I listened to it, like, twice. I was like, this shit's fucking crazy. And I had to put it away for, like, another week and then come back to it again. Yes. And, like, every time I listen to it, like, I appreciate the layers and everything a little bit more each time through. Thank yes. you, bro. Like, yeah, like, the first time I listened to it, I was like, what? it's cool. I don't know if I even get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, like... Now I'm like, all right, now I'm getting it. Like, I, I, I understand where things are going, why things were done the way they were done. And, like, I'm really, like, when I listen to it now, I appreciate everything, the detail and, like, the, the effort that went into it. Yes. Bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when, when, I, when I got, like I said, Gang gang was you know, unbelievably giddy when he was like, yo, I'm gonna let you want to hear this shit. And I was like, yeah, send that shit over. And I, I pressed play. And I looked up. I'm like, yo, I'm on like track six already. I was like, holy <laughs> shit! Like, and in my mind, I'm like, did I? In my mind, I have to like, did you ever do the thing where you download something and then you import it too fast? So then the, the song may be four minutes, but you only have like the minute and thirty version because it's not done downloading or something. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit! Like maybe the download was fucked up. I was like, what? And I'm looking at. I'm like, this is like fifty seconds. This is like a minute and five. I'm like, oh shit! And I was like. So I'm texting gang. I'm like, yo, are these are these the song lengths? Like, is this? He's like, yeah, that's the record. I'm like, oh shit. And so he's like, yo, he was like, yo, to mix into the. So I was listening to it first, um, from like the mixing and mastering perspective, because that's what gang was like. Yo, I put so much work in, and we did this. So he kind of like set me up for that. And I was like, oh shit. And I, you know, I was looking at artwork. I'm like, this artwork's fucking wild. And then uh. And then so first I was like texting with him as, you know, the engineer, like from that, like a dynamic point of view where I was like, yo, I was like, oh, I really like you did on track five with this. And I like with the vocal piece, like I was listening to it from that angle yeah. first, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. And then I was like giving him his props on that. And then once I, I, I kind of like Alaska, I put it down for a while. And then when you guys actually came out with the record and had like the, the videos come out. So when the video came out, I was like, okay, now I could just enjoy this as like a rap fan and not like a technical dynamic <laughs> engineer ear so then when i was listening to some rap shit i was like oh this is like it made me think of what you were saying sharifa like the the gandhi the gandhi lane was a lane the cyber city shit is a lane you know what i mean like this is another lane so when you go into these lanes it's like i'm always about people not sticking to the script you know what i mean like there's yeah, nothing wrong with Hey man, I just you know, if you're a chef, like yo, I just I just make the best fucking bolognese in the world. That's just all I do. People come to me for that. That's all I got. That I'm the best at that. I don't do swordfish. I don't do shit. I just make bolognese. Like boom. But if you can do a lot of other shit or dabble or try, and then and you put the amount of effort into it, like you guys were saying, like if this was done end of 2020, if it's a two year stretch to get it right, then the results are going to you know what i mean like it's it's going to come out it's it's right there 
And so I think I think what was smart about you you guys taking your time with this was Sharif on your end, letting Gandhi become what that was, then doing Cyber City and like Alaska was saying, like, okay, now I'm gonna go in this spot. Okay. I'll give you guys like seven, eight months with that. Now we're gonna go in this space over here too. And then there's the visual side of it. The rhymes are, you know, fucking like nuclear bombs going off. It's it's just a very um it's everything about it is like very deliberate, which is what I like. You know what I mean? It's not like and from what you guys are saying, it wasn't like, oh, we just like fucking like hung out and got high for like a weekend. We just made a bunch of shit and then we just put on band camp Monday. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's you know what I mean? Nah. <laughs> Now, so would, definitely from from the title to everything else is kind of everything was de- definitely connected for sure, for sure. Yes, you know what I mean. And and what I love too is like, um, you know, like how how you guys like the arrangement of it, like you were saying about having snippets and things put in place from the beginning, which is really fucking cool. But then giving yourselves time to be like, what else can we add? What can we take out? The song titles, the artwork, like everything is. It's just yeah. it's just a finished product to see. And then like Alaska was saying, like if you're if you're not in a space to get it at the moment or you're distracted, like I was saying about Ka, like I I'm the same way with Ka. I can't I can't do that while I'm like playing fucking Nintendo with my son. I can't have Ka on the background. You know what I mean? I gotta like I'm I'm gonna go for a walk and just listen to Ka. You know what I mean? Because it's like that to that those kind of records. Mm. And this record for me is like in that space of Anytime I play it, I'm like, I just want to hear this album. I'm in the car by myself. I'm going to play this shit. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I can't do it if I'm going grocery shopping because I'm looking at like, what what what's this the best cereal with the lowest sugar I'm going to buy this week? You know what I mean? Like, I got to like think about that and like calculate that shit. How much money we spend? I can't do that. You know what I mean? While while fentanyl shit is popping in my ear, fentanyl fire squad. You know what I mean? I can't do it. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that y'all took the time with it because that's definitely like yeah. With that's definitely what we was going for. We definitely t- t- it, it, we definitely it's definitely a listener's album. Yes, like, it's, it I, solves that problem. Like you, you created a solution for people that are like, if I want to be totally immersed in a rap album, what do I listen to? It's this shit. <laughs> you know I mean, it, it solves a specific problem. Whereas like other yeah. shit, when I'm at the gym while now, I'm gonna have Juicy J playing because I'm not, I'm just having fun. Lifting weights, watching fucking Sports Center, you know what I mean? Like I'm all over the place, trying not to stare at beautiful women lifting weights. And then there's a dude with a service dog, and like I'm like, oh shit, there's all this stuff. Like I can't listen to this record, you know what I mean? But when I'm just like in the car by myself, yeah, bloop, there I, it is. I also appreciate that, like, cause it's it's a fucking dense record. There's like a right. density to it that it's only 21 minutes. Right, that's what I said at the beginning. Like. Right? If it was like a forty-five minute record, it would just like we'd be like sitting on the floor, like with blood coming out of our mouth, our lungs bleeding, so like, right. <laughs> the bludgeoning. Like you need to like sit with it and be like, "All right, I could decompress now from that shit." Right. Yeah. So there it is, man. So there, that, that's our our un- unbridled views and thoughts. So preaching uh, in Nevada, man. It's it. And the yeah. best part is you just put out. It, it's making like like I said, year end lists. You know what I mean? Boom. There it is. So people who missed it a couple months back, they're going to catch it now and ride with it for the holidays and New Year's. Mm. We, we yeah. Everybody who been supporting, everybody who got the vision and just everybody who's showing love. And stay tuned. 2023, more 
more devil emojis and more surprises. <laughs> Not, nothing like, you know, putting the kids to bed right before Christmas and bag some fucking Nazi needle marks. You know what I mean? Just sit on the couch by yourself. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Hide, hide the, the elf yeah, on the play, shelf. Play it for your grandma when you go home for Christmas. There you go. Grandma, you fuck with fat boys for even no face? Yeah. Here, sit back for a second. I got smells like autopsies coming down the pike. Here you go. I'm just I'm just waiting for it to come out. Like, you know, when you go to like get somebody a birthday card and you open it and they'd be like, Rock and Robin. <laughs> I want the fat boy Sharif no face version of that. Where it's like gun visor, bud visor. Oh my god. What's it like gun sun visor, gun visor? You know the fuck that line is. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. There you go. Well, that's fucking cool. All right, let, let's do this. Why, why don't we take our first break? And then since Sharif and No Face, again, have, have made many best of lists, we're going to see who, who who they pick on their own best of list for 2022. Favorite albums, yes. dis, maybe disappointing albums, and so on and so forth. So Koa Culture, Alaska and Zella Castro's chilling on, tonight on the benches, but it's all right. We got No Face and Sharif here. We'll be and right we got Castro's back. picks as well. So and We have Castro's picks. How about that? In absentia, yeah. we will do no. his picks. I will play laughter from village in search of my master. I'm in a diagnetic diatrypto, diatribe, diluted, diagnosed, speedy or glided zip code. Nauseous nasal chalk line intervals. The Nazi showed his needle marks. Never minded in Niagara Falls. Red film, exorcism, internet, headspin Price of lies, fireworks, death of a salesman Poison dart, slumpter Veginized last supper through the sky like Duckworth Heat shrimp and fantasy submerged Ice cream cake, carbon dioxide ingested upward Will of Fortune Lord's tomb Alien invasion at the ballroom Passion forth through we left the block party, describe fools who knew better. We traded honor for that thin slice of cheddar. Sweet childish, I will play like that. From village in search of my masters. Sweet childish, I will play like that. Burn village in search of my master culture we are back in the house um fuck with yep. us on twitter uh shouts to everybody who listened to last week's episode the the the, the rapper 40 40 year old rapper fantasy draft with cryptic one uh alaska you know the people spoke your, your boy over here finally got the best team after all the drafts after all the drafts, after all the drafts always fucking blockhead wins castro wins 
This I time, your, your boy walked home with the fucking chip, getting Andre 3000 in the fifth round. <laughs> All-time all heist. And Cam, Cameron in the sixth round. <sighs> oh, my God. I deserve all the spoils. Um, Sometimes so people just choose wrong. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you know. Well, when, when cash roads look like. Democracy is flawed. When cash roads look like Percy <laughs> P over. I know shots of Percy P. But take a Percy P over like Black Thought. <laughs> what did you so, say, Sheree? The fuck? Yeah, it was. Cash roads good for that. He, he's the wild card of the show. He, he goes with his heart, you know. He, yeah. he did leave a lot of value on the table. You know, you're like, ah. Okay, you're really gonna take him over, uh, fucking Jada Kiss. All right, sure. So, shouts to everybody with with impeccable taste voting for me on Twitter. Uh, so fuck with us on Twitter, uh, the Patreon again popping off. We got some exclusives on there, as always. That's neither here nor there. So here we go. So we're gonna do our our year end list. And people have been asking for this, people, because people li- like to hear us do this shit because we don't really do. We're not journalists, you know what I mean. Yeah, but people yeah. people like to hear the shit we pick because we're not we're not always just going to pick the same 10 to 15 records everybody's going to pick in, in terms of us on the show as the host. But uh, maybe our guests will. Who the fuck knows? So I'll open up first. No face. Give us one of your favorite records of 2022. Go for it. Uh, yeah. I, if I had to pick uh, one off top, uh, I have to say the preservation and Billy Woods album Ethiopes. Um, maybe yep. my my favorite thing that came out in 2022. Um, yeah, just just crazy, really really crazy stuff. Great great production. Uh, and Sharif is also featured yep. on one of my favorite songs on that album. Uh, yeah, I would just, you know, I would encourage everybody to go listen. Shout listen out the Woods, man. Times. Amazing work. Amazing work. Shout out the Woods. Oh, oh, yeah. I, he's on Beautiful. my fantasy team. I drafted him in the 40 and over rapper fantasy draft. So there you go. On my squad. Yeah, uh, Ops, I, I on my, before I, well, I'll do my picks last, but I didn't want to pick like friends of ours or people that we collaborate with because I would just pick all our fucking friends. But Ops all year was like, it was like the as soon as I heard, I'm like, okay, something really crazy has got to come along to to make me not pick this, and something else did from another friend, which we'll get to. But Ops is like. Probably my favorite Woods album ever. Yeah. No, it, it, it's ill because, like, just taking out me being on it, like, I am I listen to it from just the aspect of just being, like, a uh, fan of just, like, dope hip-hop and just mm-hmm. his work. work and it's, it's definitely a, 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 a something special for sure. And, like, it's ill because, to me, my favorite part of the album and literally how he showed literally just the 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 hip hop the hip hop family tree that we all come from. Correct. He got Bordy on there. He got LP on there. Yep. Yep. He got Death Spot on like yep. the, the, the on the album this year for sure. <laughs> he he's you know it reminded me of um Biggie's Life After Death, where it's like they're calling all the favors to make the shit a star-studded event. 
and then Biggie just destroyed everybody. And Woods does the same thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to have indelible MCs on the album. I can hang with indelible MCs. Oh, I'm going to have Despot. I can hang with Despot. Oh, I'm going to have fucking Boldy and Gabe Nandez. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, I invite them, but it's still my shit. Like, I, I still am the fucking star every time. Nah, for sure. <laughs> and and shouts to Prez. Um, I, I talked about him heavily on, on the Used Records episode on uh, Most Def, True Magic. This motherfucker's been amazing with production for... In in the commercial space, almost twenty years. So, love him. Yeah, yeah his what in, in the face? What what do you think of him? Like, as a because uh, you know, as a person who's been making beats for twenty years, like what I like about your style and his style, to be honest, is I don't know where the fuck you guys get these sounds from. Like, yeah. I don't know if you're playing them and sampling yourself. I don't know if it's like. You're, you're you're like recording household sound effects and then fucking with it. Like I don't know what you guys are doing. And as a that. person who makes beats, like I love that. Like the mystery of it. Yeah, I, I'm not Thank gonna you. lie. No, no doubt. I'm not gonna lie. Speaking of that, like it, it just with the amazingness of the album production wise, I literally remember the first time I heard Asylum. I text reservation like, bro, what the fuck is that? Like. The way the the way the uh, drums come in, oh. crazy. That shit is mean. That album is the arrangement too. The arrangement is so off putting. You know what I mean? It's 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 a wild fucking record. Yeah, it's it to me. It was like it really was un. It was like unfair for for Messiah music and the church record. You know what I mean? I'm like. It, Damn, you know what I mean? I was like, I, I can't, I can't pick church over it. I just, there's no way for me. I can't do it. You know what I mean? And shouts to Messiah. But yeah, no, that's a good record too, for sure. It's just, it's just wild. Uh, great, great pick. Um, yep. All right, Sharif, who, who give, give us your your first, your first one of your first favorites? My number one, no particular order. It is somebody who I love that. Back in the day, to me, he was ahead of his time musically, especially coming from where he was from in the South. And to me, he definitely has a lot of uh, babies that kind of followed his style that don't get from the credit. And I love now that he's back dropping fire stuff and a lot of people getting put on to him and people that already knew about him is really like, yo, that's that's an OG right there. Cities of Eve, man that plays the horn. Mm. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. I can't even front. I have this. Everyone's been telling me to listen to the album. I just haven't even gotten to it yet. But now that everyone's telling me, oh, this call to listen to it because I, I think I think in the text someone else brought it up. So right. what? Sell me on this album. I've never heard it. So tell me why I should check it. All right. Well, I'll start with one of the words that keeps coming up tonight: experience. Hmm. Oh. From the first track, you put it on and you hear a vocal sample that go that runs for a minute and a half before the lyrics start. After that first song, you already tapped in and already into the rest of the album. And everything that he did on it from song transitions, the sample, because he did the beats on it too. So Zilla, just off of being a producer, I think you'll appreciate just the beat, the beat aspect of it. Mm. But when get into the lyrics and the heaviness of what he's saying like it's literally because I wrote it down <laughs> I wrote it down hold on hold on 
literally the song Tragic Theater might be my favorite song of the year. What's the name of it? Tragic Theater. Tragic Theater. All right, but yeah. I'm adding this now. I'm adding this my my iTunes at the moment while we're talking. Thank you. Add Tragic Theater. Add Ways of the World. Add Add uh, Theme for the Source featuring Luca. Like the whole album is just yeah. The the whole album is super dope. And it was ill because it came out literally at the top of the year. It came mm. out of, and a lot of times with the year endless, a lot of them earlier albums yep. kind of sometimes get overlooked. Correct. But I, yep. Yeah, but I've still been seeing a lot of people bringing it up and showing their love and giving it its flowers. So it's definitely <laughs> worth it for sure. All right, I'm I'm adding this shit down. Yeah, because you know what? I'm looking at the artwork and I remember seeing this artwork a lot. The blue and the white. Yeah. I just I just totally fucking missed it on this one. So I'm, I'm glad to, and this, and see this is the best time of the year to catch up on shit like this where it's like nothing really new is coming out, so I could spend time with, with some shit like this. All right, gotcha. <laughs> I'm adding it right now. Look at this. Boom. All right, good. Alaska, who is your first pick? So I'm going to actually bounce off of what uh, Sharif just brought up, and I'm going to pick the other City of Views album that dropped oh. this year called Working Title for the Album Secret Waters. Um, and it just came out in October. And nice. I was really like torn between the two records. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually considering picking both of them. Um, but then Sharif picked one, so that made my, my decision a little easier. Um, but it, just like everything Sharif said, I mean, it's like the sound is completely unique. Mm. Um, you hear very traditional sounds in it, but because it's coming from, you know, like, I guess down South, there's, there's textures that are, are not in traditional like East coast music um, that, that make it sound real unique. His voice has like a lot of wisdom in it. Mm. Um, you could tell he's been around for a long time. There's a lot of experience in what he's talking about. Um, there's a lot of textures in it. I, I like the production a little bit better on this one than on the, the one that came out earlier this year. Right. Um, but it's not a slight to the other one. It's just more like my preference. It sounds more in my wheelhouse. Um, dude used to be in like hardcore bands and shit. He was a skater. Oh, oh, so shit. he has like all this different like sort of underground culture to pick and choose from. Fire. And it's just, it's fucking dope. Like there's a real warmth to it, a warmth to his voice. Um, wow. His lyrics are real personal and tight. Like it's, it's dope. I think you'll really fucking like it. Yeah. Anybody from Memphis, uh, that's where I got engaged, so I'm always down for fucking Memphis rap. Hell yeah. No, and when we get off air, to me, it's a particular artist that I think listened to a lot of him. Not that he bit him, but it's a particular... Oh. I would, I'll talk to you. I want to hear your thoughts, because I have a thought as well, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but also... Um, oh, fuck, I was going to say something about him. That just, so, I, I just really, like, got into him, like over the summer when I was uh, over at Dove's house working, Bet. he kept talking about it. And I always, I'd see his name around. And for some reason, I just equated him with that band capital cities mm. based on his name. Like, you know, that's all like, I could be my love. Like he said, every like convert <laughs> car commercial and shit like that. Yes. So like in my head, I connected those two. And like, it wasn't until like double like, shut the fuck up and listen to it. Yes. I was like, all right, I'll listen to it. And I was like, damn, I've been sleeping on this for way too long because I thought he was in car commercials. <laughs> nah, yeah. Uh, Alaska, for sure. Like, even Zilla, when y'all tap in, definitely go back. 
Because like I said, like he's been putting out stuff since 2010, 2011, and he was yeah. ahead of his yeah. head. And to me, a lot of people just catching up, so... Yeah, see, and I would always confuse him with that fucking like techno band, like Telephone Tel Aviv. I just always thought it was the same shit. I'm an asshole. Um, all right, bet. See, this this is good like shit for me to bang now for the next few weeks. Thank you. Um, so let let's do one of Castro's picks. Okay. Um. So. In absentia. So, Castro, he picked. Um, Bessie told me. Hell yeah. By Elusive. Or I'm sorry, I told Bessie. Yeah, I was waiting for you to correct yourself. Yes. <laughs> I was scrolling through and I was like, "Is Bessie told me right now?" I, I told Bessie by illusion. Yeah, he's oh. he's been he's been um really 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 riding for the, the the Bessie album heavily, and I think I think the Elucid like Elucid is a, is a type of dude where I, I I you know I can't I can't speak for everybody's dealings with him, but. Um, like Castro and I were doing shows with him in Philly in like '09 when he fucking blew the speakers out at the venue when he was doing like whirlwind through cities and like sub bass diet, and then to see you know and then we did shows with them when he was like just doing legendary shows and then when he linked up with Woods and Backwoods and Arm and Hammer and all that, it was like this record was like his most digestible like solo record to me off the rip in a while you know what I mean where you could just get into it. And, and not have the like his his infatuation with like noise and like um like dissonance you know what i mean and so it was it was like a more you know like like what's it what's that shit you know um what's that line from the video to heaven joint oh, i forget the line he says everybody was fucking saying it oh, what's that first video i can't remember what it's called i listened to too much rap what does he say sharif the child actor joint yes what fuck was he said like i'm talking about heaven like i'm in heaven Oh, I just got to heaven and I can't sit down. That's there it is. I just got to heaven. I can't sit down. It's like that song's crazy. That song's wild, and it's like yeah. you know, artwork. Everything about it was like to me just him just being like, "Here's the type of shit I'm, I'm talking about for this record." It's, it wasn't as like uh, it wasn't as like avant garde for him, which is interesting to see when when he kind of scales back because he's he's a really good like he's a ill like loop digger. You know what I mean? He doesn't. People don't look at him like that, but that, to me, like that's that's where he's really dope. And he's the same way. Where like as a producer, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I have no idea. I don't want to know how he nice. makes beats. You know what I mean? Where they come from? Uh, I, I don't. Yeah. It, like, it's crazy because last Big Kid Friday, shout out to him because he dropped the uh, a beat collage yep. project. That's amazing. I've been killing. I've been drilling the hell out of that shit. He's 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 the same thing where he just. Any anything anything is in play with him. If he if he did an album just singing tomorrow, I'd be like, "Yep, sure, yeah, <laughs> makes sense." Alusa did that, got it. You know what I mean? And then, uh, yeah. So, so the Bessie record, I I think that's that's no shocker from our show and a lot of other lists to have Alusa on shouts the gutter. Um, all right, so now I'll I'll go with my 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 pick for my my main album again. So I I did not want to pick Homies, which sucks, but uh, no shots to anybody personally. But um, album I just love a lot that I played a lot this year was Vince Staples. Um, Ramona Park broke my heart. And so Vince was the type of dude that I, I was really, really into early on, on uh, the Doris record, and then a bunch of his mixtapes he was doing. Um, chain shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Like the, the, yeah, the Shine Cold Chain, all those joints. Um, Summertime 06, I fucking love that album. 
And then like every album, oh the the what the uh the what's it called uh, what's it called uh, the diva joint. What the fuck is that shit? It was an EP he did. Um, I forget I the what was it called? The uh, Stolen Youth. No, no, no. It was called like not like Diva or, or like something like that. It was like a, it was like a self-deprecating title. He had a really big head on a cover. Yeah, it's head. Prima Donna. Prima Donna. There it is. That shit was crazy. His features were fucking unbelievable. And then I didn't like the Big Fish album. I was like, I don't know, bro. And then the FM joint. I was like, Neh. and then he was like doing commercials and telling everybody how you can get just get rich getting your fucking songs in the spider-man animated movies and all and i was like oh and he got a podcast and like bill simmons would always have him on i'm like oh he's just like a celebrity now he's not like a rapper to me anymore he's you know odd future celebrity kind of guy like that's this that, that's where he is that's cool you know he always make fun of chris paul and the clippers and shit and his twitter was great but I'm like, okay, you know, he's not going to make music I like anymore. But I got some good shit early on. And for some reason, I just ch- played this new album when it dropped back in, like, early spring. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is banging West Coast rap where he's kind of taking, like, like, the DJ Mustard approach, but then also has, like, the no ID flavor where it's, like, it's, like, elements that we remember because he's, he's sampling, like, fucking mob deep drums from hell on earth. And then he's doing like the Nas, you know, he has a song called uh, When Sparks Fly, which is like him talking about a gun like his girlfriend, but, you know, not just saying it like Nas or Tupac. So he has that shit on there. Then he has like banging like songs you could play with the windows down in a party environment. It, it was like the perfect distillation of all the shit I'd like from him in the past. And I was really shocked how good it was because I just I kind of gave up on him. I was like, well, you know. He's got an Apple radio show and all this shit. You know, he's not he's not a real rapper anymore. And he proved me quite wrong. So that was one. And and I actually got I lucked out. I was I was in um Oakland and Berkeley. Shouts to Amoeba and uh, those guys at the Berkeley store, but I was playing it on the ride with the windows down, <laughs> driving out there. I was like, Yes, like playing West Coast music all the West Coast. I'm like, this is the way to do it. So that was that was my pick for Vince Staples. So I'm not sure if any of you guys have heard it or if you're if you're Vince fans or not, but it's it's really it's not the time of year to play on the East Coast. I'll be honest with you, it's it's not going to make sense because <laughs> it is not a fucking you know pitch black at five o'clock type of record. But uh, if it's no, not I, that weather, I recommend it to everybody. I was definitely tapped in with him early with like the Sean Cold Chain and the um all of the stuff he was doing with like Speak, yep. and I kind of fell off. I want to say after. Summer twenty, summer oh six. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, it was, it, it was weird. I mean, uh, he, he, he just he was in a movie. Remember, um, Alaska was that movie? Uh, dope. He was in that. Remember that shit? Yeah, yeah. That was a great movie. Yeah, he's in that. And like I said, like Bill Simmons thought he was really funny, and they they would she would shit on the fucking Clippers. So it it just became more and more. It was like it was like diminishing returns with each record because it was like. He was he was very artistic in a way, but I was like, not not good artistic to me. You know what I mean? I was just like, ah, like yeah. trying to do like like UK festival like turn up dance shit, but like drum and bass too. And I was like, I don't know, man. This, but then it's like, okay, drop that and be like West Coast FM radio. I'm like, Ugh. but uh, this, I think this one is the perfect middle ground of what he could do. So that, that's that's my pick. So he was also go- on. Um, he was just on Abbott Elementary. 
See, I didn't even know that. There you go. He's he's yes. It's like a great like I'm famous, but I want to prove I'm a rapper still. Record, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm I'm back in my shit. No, so, definitely uh, tap in. It's fucking cool, man. Yeah, and the writing is fantastic. So, definitely recommend that. Uh, all right, so let, let's swing back around. To no face. What what is your second favorite album of the year, my friend? Uh, second favorite album. Uh, I might have to pick the latest Silk Money album. Ooh. Um. Which is kind of uh, maybe something uh, less people have heard about. I think I for that like all the songs have super long titles, and the album is called something crazy. Um, I think the album's called like I don't give a fuck about this rap shit. I'm gonna just drop until I'm bored or uh, something. And uh, yeah, it's it's really crazy. It's, it's different. That's another person. Like I haven't listened to it yet, but every people I know and I'm cool with are are talking about it a lot. So sell, sell me on Silk Money. Yeah, I I just found out about it myself. Um, you know, I I was into uh, Divine Council back in the day. Wow, Divine I Council. Think, yeah. So Silk Money it was one of the guys who was in Divine Council, um, and they sort of you know were blowing up or about to um blow up in you know 2016 or something yep. like that and yeah um you know doing shows with like young doug and stuff and but i think uh some something happened some label deal something fell through um and silk money's been like releasing solo music uh since then i had no idea but you know um <laughs> Yeah, someone told me to listen to to his his last album, and I, I listened to like his last three albums. I think they're all crazy. Um, another dude who's kind of like not afraid to do different uh, different shit, and um, like all of his last albums have a lot of uh, loops, but also you know more like uh, southern and like. Uh, a lot of crazy influence like dance music and, yes. and like uh you know like dc stuff Fuck um yeah. so i i think really just from a production standpoint like I, I listen to a lot of stuff like uh obviously i think that production is really important to me um and and so the, all these uh all his albums have some crazy beats but the last one really especially um yeah genre like stuff that's you know kind of no genre and, and that's uh what i'm into i think yeah i, I uh I, I was laughing while you were speaking not at you but looking at the track listing and he's a song yeah called, a white bitch killed gary coleman <laughs> yeah gary coleman. it's it's intense music oh you know but uh it's good it's a lot, a lot of soul and spirit and it sounds different uh yeah <laughs> I like track two called I ate 14 grams of mushrooms and boy, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely, I, I would recommend uh, the one, one glazed and one with the jelly filled nucleus. That song is crazy. The production on that, you know, so that's the one I was talking about. That's, um, you know, uh, all, it's like almost uh, like drum and bass, like break. Yes. Kind of. 
Fuck Stop. that. I'm in on this shit, man. I love different. this shit. He's got a song called Eddie Murphy Golden, Golden Child, Child Hat. Hat. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Golden <laughs> Child Hat. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, like this is right up my alley right here. Like this, like when people, when when any rap person dabbles in drum and bass, I, I kind of cringe a little bit because I'm like, oh, I don't think you like this music. can't do it. Right. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. It's like when all rappers, like the mid 2000s, like, yo, Coldplay's the best band out right now. I'm like, you, <laughs> no, right. I, I don't trust you to fucking to, to listen to rock music. Uh, but yeah, so, okay, I'm adding this as well. Yeah, you're like the fourth. Yeah, this one person. got added to my list as well. I have to do it. Bye. Okay, cool. So, Cities of Even Silk Money is getting added. I can't, I'm excited for this shit. All right, bet. All right, good. Thank you. So, all right, all right, Sharif. Then, what is what is your second favorite album? My number two is an album from when it first dropped back early October. I've been in love with it and playing it crazy ever since. From the creativity, the lyrics on it, the production, and this is one of the albums that I love the rollout for it and. Just the after the album dropped from different interviews about each song and different things that I, it basically all connected perfectly. That's the new Open Mic Ego album. Ooh. Amazing. Amazing. How to do it to him. Auto yeah. component. What what before this album, Shreve, what was your favorite Mike album? Uh I didn't have a particular favorite. Okay. It was just all interchangeable. All just was like albums I fucked with type shit. <laughs> and so then when when you heard this one, like what what made what made it zoom to the top of, of the shit you're gonna be playing all the time? You know what I mean? Nah, literally just like he to me it's like a, a it's an MC's MC's album. Mm. And he was even saying that kind of like when I he was doing different interviews and stuff like breaking down each song and discussing it he was saying it came out of time where he was dealing with stuff from covid and this and that and he wanted to just rap he wanted to <laughs> he wanted right. to show his rapping skills and it's amazing like from the first song from he the way he came in on the first uh shower joint and the dedication song about doom to the I, I almost retired, but I didn't. When he was talking about everything from the show on Comedy Central to getting yeah. older hip hop to just dealing with how people look at him as an artist and a podcaster and different things like that. Like it was definitely like a album that crossed all of the T's. Like, mm. like, and it definitely like it was definitely an album to me. Like I said, it was a. a for me, it was his best work. Mm. Even like when you hear him talk about it, and to me, like I was, you you can hear his spirit in it. Right. Like the way he was the way he was spitting and the way he just the way the whole thing was just put together. So that album was super super duper huge for me this year. Bro, he put Aesop Rock and Diamond D on the same song. Yeah, what? That shit That's is crazy to me. Beautiful, from just the cover dropping. Did he drop? <laughs> He dropped the he dropped the I'll fight you video with Diamond D with the gray suit with the radio on his head. Then he dropped other single with uh Madeline video Dave. 
Yep. And, and it just led up to the album, and then the album dropped. Like, yeah. It was, yeah. It's, it's a fucking cool ass record. Yeah, he's 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 like knowing Mike since. I mean, we were we were doing shows with him in Phoenix when would no can do when Mike was putting out um, rappers will die in natural causes. So to, to watch the progression of him over the years, like doing Animal Hospital, and then um, no, he was doing unapologetic art rap back in the time when we when we first linked with him. So like watching like literally his whole career from that point on unfold, and you like you said the podcast shit and Comedy Central and yeah, being a fucking you know awesome performer and crafting his own space like that that dude like that he really built his own fucking lane like no one did that shit before him you know what i mean to to go from that place to where you know he could fuck with like sarah silverman and paul f tompkins whenever he wants to be like yo i want diamond d on this record you know what i mean it's like at his core he is like an ultimate he's a virtuoso fucking rapper you know what i mean like he is like you said an mc's mc yeah greatest for sure shouts to fucking mike Good call, man. Um, oh, Alaska, what's one of Castro's picks? I, I think I know what this one is. So, so Castro's next pick, um, and I think this is one that everybody on the podcast would have had as their number one. Yeah. If we were repeating each other's picks or, you know, going with the sort of no homies rule, but um, it is Brian Annals and Infinity Knives, King Cobra. It's Brian Annals and Infinity Knives. Yeah, man. Shit. Um, I mean, it's it's my favorite fucking. I mean, I hold Woods in such high regards, and Ethiopes is my favorite Woods album. But like, King Cobra is my number one. Just fucking nuclear missile launched in the sky and, and creating a cloud over everything. You know what I mean? Because there's just nothing. I mean, I, you know, they are like real homies, so I, I don't want to just be a homer. But it's, it's nothing's fucking with it. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I just. Yeah, yeah, I, I've talked about this shit all year. We've had them on the show a bunch, you know. Brian was nah. fucking, Brian's drunk texting me fucking lyrics to LL Cool J, Hey Lover the other day, being like, this man was writing. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this, is LL Cool J a 15-year-old white girl writing these fucking lyrics? Uh, you know, swimming in the time was current to pure bliss. Fantasies <laughs> interchanging with each kiss. You know what I mean? LL writing that shit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like the 40 year old virgin raps but definitely yeah. to them and i love that they literally to me they definitely wanted a fresh air to, yeah for a fact like especially being from baltimore and everything that they were talking about the album like and it, i was just talking with brian probably two weeks ago and i was telling him what i loved about it from the gate from when it dropped and even like how they carried it with the rollout and the visuals and all of that to me, it's like a truly, it's a truly classic, conscious album. But it's, yes. it's a, yeah, you don't get dangerous conscious albums no more. Yeah, like, no, exactly. That's yeah. That that's the that's the thing that connected me to it because you can get it. You can get the to pimple butterflies or even like different albums. Common that, like, <laughs> that people are whole on, but I'm like, I haven't heard an album that. Made me feel like let's get free. Made me feel to steal this album from the coop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I said to Brian, I was like, this sounds like Dead Prez meets Too Short. You know, yeah, it's like, it's like the best of all that shit. And yeah, brilliant work for like sure. Like watch, watching them last year, I've talked about on the show a bunch. Like being in those sessions with them last year for one day, and watching 
the space they work in and watching and hearing like three or four of those songs being made on the spot. And then the album didn't come out for another fucking year, you know, and, and all of the psychotic artist bullshit in their minds about wanting to get rid of it and, you know, and erase it and all that, you know, it's just, it, again, the proof is in the fucking pudding, like them, them taking the time to make that record, like bringing in multiple musicians, renting out a beautiful studio, going to Europe and and trying out those songs before it came out here and I mean it, it, again this isn't like some people can do that shit oh we just made it in fucking five days we were just hanging out you know what I mean but if you see like the the studio that shit is mixed and mastered in is fucking gorgeous it's like a cathedral in the middle of the most fucked up part of Baltimore you know what I mean like Tariq looks like he hasn't showered in four fucking days and he's the most brilliant fucking musician you know what I mean Brian is like the most regular as Baltimore dude with a deep understanding of like history, politics, rap from the eighties through now. Like it's just there's so many parts of that record, you know what I mean, that make it like 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 Sharif said, like there's just nothing like it. And it's like it's like aggressive conscious rap. But party. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a it's party the, too. The oh, motherfucker yeah. said the nation of Islam is feds. Malcolm X knew it, that's why he's dead. Right. Like that's some dangerous ass conscious rap. Yeah. No, going off without Alaska, like the another main thing about it that I loved was Infinity Knives. The way he oh. could do it, it, yep. it reminded me of like when you sit back and you just think of just the history of music when it'd be a song like White Lines, where it's really yeah. our drug song, but it got the whole club dancing. Yes. It, yeah, exactly. It would have been played at like at like um at uh oh the fuck's the name of the club I'm fucking blanking on Latin quarters. You know what I'm saying? It would have been it would have been played there. Motherfuckers would have been dancing to that shit. Oh yeah. Or even something like um not in the living men's heads. And they get the yeah but when you listen to what they say like they said some some deep shit. So oh yeah. It's like he's Carol of the of the 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 ice cream and the medicine as I call it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Brian. Brian is my favorite rapper. Twenty twenty two. Like it's not even, it's not even a fucking question. And when they dropped Rhino XXL, be more uh, Yeah, man. Like yeah. these, that was like the spark where I was like, this guy's fucking unbelievable. And when this shit hit, and I was like watching them get all their flowers and seeing them make like you know Bandcamp lists and everybody's lists, you know, and fucking adults with them, dude, fucking with them. Like he fucks with you guys, Jason Demarco. It's man cool, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, again, it, it, but just like the the amount of effort that went into that record, it like this is the payoff, which I'm really happy. Yeah, so and it, it was it was cool seeing them seeing them perform it live too. Like just watching City Knives dance to his own music is like <laughs> one of the more joyous experiences in life. <laughs> That's fucking cool, man. What um? All right, so we got that. Alaska, what's what's your second favorite? Uh, I'm going with the uh, Nicholas Craven Boldy James album. Um, Fuck yeah! Fair exchange, no robbery. And you you were not big on Boldy before this, right? I wasn't. I wasn't. It was like this was the album that it all made sense to me. Okay, why? I I don't know why. It just it's <laughs> fucking hit. Right? Like I I played it and I wasn't annoyed and I was like, oh, this is really fucking good. Like a lot of times when I listened to it, I was just Maybe I was listening to it like his background and I was just like, ah, it just sounds like everything fucking else. 
Right. Um, but something about this one, it, it just hit me. Like it's like it kind of reminds me of like the first time I got Woods. Ah. Which was like uh, today I wrote nothing. Like for the first couple records, I didn't get it. Right. And I was like, eh, whatever. You know, I see the talent there, but it doesn't hit it. And then with this one, it hit. And then I went back. I was like, oh, this dude's fucking dope. But it, it might have also been um, like the song Scrabble is fucking crazy. It's amazing. Um, and then he has the line where he's like, uh, get big bands by the border and we move way quick, slim fast, Tommy Lasorda. Like, yes. I don't know. Like, I just got his. He's the best. That line. I was like, ah, oh, he's fucking awesome. Dude, Boldy is like, I mean, I've been a huge fan since the the, the first Alchemist album, um, Mike's, my first chemistry set. And um, and and he would always be on the Cool Kids mixtapes because he's, he's Chuck English's cousin. So I've, I've been fucking with this guy for 10 years. And um, yeah, the, it's from an MC perspective, when you hear the shit he says and he drops it in, you're like, why didn't I think of that? Like, why did no one yeah. think of this shit? They were just... It's all been here for us all the time, and he's all been there. Took yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I'm not a big Nicholas Craven guy. I was. He he's had some beats I thought were really amazing, and other ones where I was like, nah, I don't yeah. Know. Um, but this this is that like I I feel like there's like a, a new Boldy album dropping every fucking four days now. Jesus um, is crazy. Yeah, like there's like the Future Wave one. There's like another one announced today or something. Um. And then he did the second one with Real Bad Man, which I did not like at all. But the first one he did with Real Bad Man was my favorite one from that year when he put out like four albums. Mm. Um, but this one is the Craven record is my favorite Boldy album of the year. Like without a yeah. question, it's really yeah. And like, I, th- I think the album cover got me to listen to it. It, was, it looked yeah. like a Christmas card. Yes, you know it looked like it, it, last, it looked like Fargo the show. Yeah, it did. It it looked it did have a very Fargo feel to it, very but um. So. You know, it's just like it, it also looks like, you know, a Christmas box of hot chocolate. <laughs> like a Christmas themed box of hot chocolate. Or like or like fucking like uh National Lampoons or some shit. Yeah. Christmas vacation. Yeah, that that, that joint is fucking crazy. Um though, let me uh I can't find my phone anywhere, so I'm, I'm just trying to find my, my last pick to make sure I have it correct. I don't remember why I picked, to be honest with you. I can pull it up, hold on. Yeah. My, I have no my phone. I'm like looking at my 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 watch to go back to our our text thread. It was the Drake album. Well, oh. I did love the Drake. I did love the Drake and Twenty One Savage album a lot. I just said that as a joke. That's funny you said that. Oh, I love. Oh, Drake, it's bro. milk. Oh yeah, yeah. Why well, I, I did love. I was gonna put the Drake album because I cause see the the honestly never mind shit is fucking cool. Like I really liked it, and then the Beyonce album came out. I'm like, oh, I, I like this Dance House album better. Then the Drake Dance House album, and then the Drake Twenty One Savage album hit, and I was like, "Oh, this is—he's fucking spitting on this shit." Um, but the the Milk record, Windbreaker XL, I just saw it on my timeline. Um, I thought the cover was crazy, and I was like, "Oh, this guy looks kind of fucking cool." I never heard of him. Just happened to check it out. Nobody I knew knew this dude was talking about him. And I pressed play on that bitch, and I was like, "Oh, I like I like an album called Windbreaker XL." I thought that was mad cool, because uh, who doesn't like a windbreaker? And so I was peeping it, and I was listening to this dude, and I was like, "Oh, this is like this is like the the white rapper I like, a guy that's mad funny and cool and knows sports, and is like fly but like self deprecating at the same time." 
and so it's like it's like and he i'm like oh like me and this guy would get along because all the basketball references he's dropping is like from the last 10 15 years which is what we you know we we do a lot as as a squad uh but we go even further back into the 90s and 80s but i was like oh this guy's dope and then he had like a song with blue on there i'm like this is really cool and um but he pulled off the thing which is really hard to do where he pulled a lot of his homies on the album and every single one of his homies can rap their fucking ass off where there's no <laughs> drop off where you're like oh okay like this is your friends you know you know i guess you gotta throw him on the album maybe he taught you how to freestyle 10 years okay you know that's nice don't want to hear <laughs> that guy again and all of his friends were like all going for his neck on a on windbreaker xl so um, oh, yeah. He just, yeah so he he just dropped the album with um televangel televangel um the the neutral milk motel that he got me and uh def c on and um and aj suede so he's not in the, the homie category yet and it, i didn't want to cut him off because i really like the album a lot um so i'm on the, i'm on that record but i didn't pick that record you know i'm not smell my own farts but um the windbreaker xl joint is really fucking it's just He's from Portland, and it's a very West Coast, like Sonic. It's not. It's not like synthesizers and shit, but it has like the warmth and bounce of a West Coast rap album. But his rap style is like very East Coast. It's kind of like the, how the Alcoholics used to be. You know what I mean? Where it's like they're from the West Coast, but if you if you're East Coast dude, you're like, oh, I, I can play this shit all day. So Windbreaker XL from Milk shouts to Milk Main. Yeah, uh, I got a What'd you say, Sharif? Now I gotta check out that project for sure. Yeah, it's cool, man. It, you know, the bar is just it's just so many dope fucking lines, top to bottom, where I was like, it, he's one of those dudes that's like he he was and he was on them N one fucking mixtapes back in the day. Like he was he's in the N one documentary as a little kid with these big ass fucking Coke oh, bottle wow. glasses. They call him uh, what was they call him? He came up with the with the with the kid, the professor, but the professor got picked because he was older. But Milk was, uh, what was his name? Not the scientist. Was it the scientist they call him? Anyway, he had these huge fucking glasses. And you could see him in the M1 documentary on Netflix. He's like a little fucking white kid with giant glasses in like 02, 03 playing against men. So he's got like that baller life, but like more so born to be a fucking rapper who was as good at ball for a while, which is always fun. So that was my pick. All right, cool. So let's let's take our last break, and then we'll come back and just and do disappointments. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, only... album covers as well. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, but maybe yeah. we'd like rapid fire with that one too. All right, cool. Call out culture yeah. with with Fatboy Sharif and No Face. We'll be right back. Hey, yo, don't wait for me to leave. The new album from me, Zilla Rocca, and Andrew. His album's groovy as hell, man. So it's like eating a bowl of ice cream for breakfast. Available now on 3 dollarpistolcom We're doing vinyl pre-orders, tapes, and this cigarette flip-out paper box you haven't seen since 98. CDs. And we got everybody on this joint that you love. Alaska, Prem, Wally Clark, Brian Annals, Castro, Rich Jones, Teller Banks. Cuts by my man Marcus Penn. Yo, I love this record. I want you to hear it. Take all your troubles away. It's therapeutic like that, but in a non-corny way. Grab it now. Don't wait for me to leave Zilla Rocca and Andrew. $3pistol.com and streaming everywhere. Three, two, one. We're back. Co-op Culture. Sponsored by Miller Lite. All right. So we're here to do the sad part of 2022. The, wack- or the fun part. 
depending on, on your take. Yeah, yeah sometimes it's fun to talk shit on things. So what I mean, I'm sure. Uh, okay, so here we go. So we're, we're going to just pick one disappointing album. So And this, we're, we're going to keep it all the way 1,000 with each other. So No Face, take it away. What is your main disappointing record of 2022? Yeah, uh, I, I think definitely the biggest disappointment um, would be the Makami, the last Makami joint. Uh, mm. The duck season tiger style. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm I'm unimpressed, man. I'm oh. you know I uh, I'm not. Uh, I try not to have um, ex- hold like expectations and uh, you know set myself up for this type of scenario. But it's <laughs> it's Makami, and I I think I was expecting. A lot and um you know man i like yeah i'm i'm not interested in uh in like any of that album and the, the beats are, are really uh boring i think <laughs> i i love to talk shit um it's fun for me i'll definitely uh talk shit on uh, a lot of producers um <laughs> And you know Sharif, Sharif can tell you that as well. You know I, I do that all the time. Mm. But um, yeah, man, it's it's really uh, whack, you know, and wow. uh, inexcusable. And and I don't, you know, like I'm I'm not gonna sit here and be, oh it's Makami or you know whoever whoever like nah you messed up. Yeah, I just didn't like the record. So you know I'm I, I gotta be honest. Unfortunately, um, because I, I do I'm a big Makami fan in, in general. You. And I think he he works with a, a you know a lot of talented producers too. So come on, man, you know, or you know, hit me up or something, Mark. Yeah, like, so. what the fuck? yeah, that's that sucks, man. I, I I didn't listen to it. Um, I I heard bad things, and Pray for Haiti is like such a big fucking record for me, and even some joints on Balance Joe. Where I was just like, I I don't want to go down this path. You know, I don't if if. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd rather not experience it that way with this dude. I'd rather hold him in a higher regard. But he's another one where it's like, you know, I, I said before, like what I commend you guys for taking your approach and 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 Brian and Tariq for King Cobra. It's like I, I feel like he Hami does not take that approach. It is like, oh, we just did this joint in a week. I just got some beats and cool. Like it's it doesn't really seem like there's a lot of care taken typically. With, with some of the stuff we'll just kind of chuck out for $800 or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, uh, yeah, there's a certain level of those dudes. Is, is, that's the game, right? right. Everyone everyone needs bread. Right. Uh, everybody's trying to get money. And, yeah, this, and that's the sad reality, too. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of people jacking that album, a lot of people buying that album, I'm sure, you know, because Makami told them to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, man. If, so, if I didn't so have to pay any engineers, if I didn't have to pay an engineer ever and not mix and master my music, and someone's gonna give me eight hundred dollars <laughs> for a copy, I would do it too. <laughs> yeah, he knows he can. So right, that's what I'm saying. Just, it's, uh, it's record rewarded. an album in a week and put it out. Yeah. Genius. Uh, no, yeah. you know, all all love at the end of the day. For sure, he's amazing. All, you know, love him. Good. Well, thanks for keeping keeping uh, 
your honesty and integrity intact. Uh, Sharif, what what is your disappointing record? Well, this part of it. See, I hate this part because I like to talk about good albums and I like it. Right. Sorry. That's <laughs> true. It's stuff that pushes the genre forward. But it's always these few that come through the cracks that literally do nothing but just keep it either stagnant or lower the level of it. Mm-hmm. And that is the one and only West Side Gun Side B. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he had two he had two real real strong projects this year that I love. Side A and 10. Yep. Which just called out the year one. And he been going on a super duper crazy run project wise from pay for parents on to me. Right. But I remember A was so dope. And when I went into B, it was a choice few joints that was dope. But as a, overall, it just didn't really hit me the way I wanted it to. Like I was, I was, I felt the same way. I, I was, I had such low expectations going into 10 where I was like, okay, you know, whatever. I mean, I I felt like he was kind of chucking out um, records just to drop hoodies, you know, every Mm. three months. Like he he needed something to go along with the hoodies or the new t-shirts, like, like a fashion line, like every quarter they have to drop. And so it's like, all right, you know, he's kind of empowering Rome streets more and uh, stove God who I worship. But I was like, all right, you know, he, he he seems to be finished in terms of yeah. his studio output. So and ten ten really pulled me back into the Yeah, it was crazy. Mix. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about that shit though. Right. I hated it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but in another one too where it's like I, I don't think he's ever spent more than forty dollars to have anything mixed and mastered. It's just never <laughs> it's never it's never been never had any Eddie Sad show in the mix or like literally or Joey Reid or I don't know Gang. He's never hit up Gang. That would be fucking cool. Um, but yeah, people love it all the same, and so do I. I love the the, the bulk of what what he's put out. I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he pulled Hitler out of the title for ten. <laughs> <laughs> that was about to be rough, but now he's making a movie. He has a movie coming out called Fucking Adolf. So you you see his the first movie, Conflicted. I never see that. Conflicted. Shit. Oh nah, my I god. I can't. I can't. Dude. <laughs> I can't. Like, like this man was like putting putting out a DVD in like 2018. I'm like DVDs. Come on, bro. <laughs> uh, come on. It's shouts to him though. He's he is a fucking innovator, and he's like sitting in court. He's like getting dabbed from like Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland at at basketball games, and he's doing it, man. I mean, I fucking love the guy. So he, I, I take the go with the bad, but I'm 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 glad you brought that up. Uh, all right, cool. So, what, what was one of Castro's disappointments? He didn't have a disappointment. He didn't. Alaska, what, no. what's your disappointment? What uh, Black Star? Black Star. Yeah. Mm. Go on. I mean, I actually mm. like the record, mm-hmm. but it was mm. like you dropped one of the most important records in the history of the genre, and then like dropped something twenty years later that should have been epic and it's really like I forgot it even came out this year. Yeah. You know, like who, it was it was like one of those like who all right that came out. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. 
And that should never have been the case for a Black Star record. But, you know, mm-hmm. they put it, you had to have like a library card to fucking listen to it or some shit. Yeah. It was like Luminary. one CD kiosk in a library that you could listen to it at. Yeah. I mean, joints on it. To me, it got it did have some joints. Like I'm saying, I don't, I don't hate it. The main I thing, just, it's like, main thing it should have, people have been waiting 20 years for this fucking record. And it should have been more than a collective, like, oh, that's cool. Right. Got some joints, you know. Like it should have been more. Yeah, and it, it it really was just like, and I I think that was like the thing with all the big event albums this year in general. Like they all were just like, who cares? Yeah, they're like they're more for like they're more for journalists to write articles about their pet cause right. than they are for like pushing boundaries or making interesting music. Yeah, yes. it's like yeah, it's just to create content off. Correct. Get these takes off. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think we got to say retrieve. Bring it home, Zilla. Yeah, I'll just want to say one thing about Black Star, then I'll, then I'll do my pick. Um, I, I think it's it's a strange world where Freddie Gibbs pinata, I'm sorry, Freddie Gibbs bandana is just fucking head and shoulders above a Black Star album produced by Mad Lib. You know yeah. like it, that, that, that doesn't even equate to me, like how that even happened when like to Alaska's point, they had 24 years and they had a Mad Lib album done like 10 years ago that no one remembers except me where they were on the fucking Colbert Report performing a song with J-Rock and it was supposed to be an Aretha Franklin sampled record produced by Mad Lib for Black Star, and then that shit just fucking vanished. So, you know, most sounds amazing on the shit. Some of his verses are recycled verses uh-huh. from the Nah Right days. Um, the one beat on there is a fucking West Side Gun beat, which is weird. Um, I fuck with Mad Lib for that. Yeah, it just, it, but it just seems like to Alaska's point, like, but it shouldn't have been like all these little piecemealed things. It's, you know it's I mean? definitely thrown together in right. hotel rooms with different engineers in like right. uh, literal, yeah, like not even real studio setups. They've, they've addressed that. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't. I'm. I'm not. I. I. I think like it just deserved more rather than to be some shit they made in a weekend. Like, oh, we just fucking did this. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just think it's if yeah. they clearly have the resources to spend time making a record. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I I did love that song. The the main the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Like that song's fucking mm-hmm. crazy. Um, yeah, so bangs. There's so bangers on there. Right. There's definitely fucking bangers on there. Right, but it's just like it but just, it's just it's it, who gives a fuck. Correct. You know yeah. what it is now. To be honest with you, dude, the landscape has changed so much, and there's so much out that when they came out in '98, you know, there might have been 30 fucking records I dropped that year. Yeah, yeah. And now there's 30 a day. So it's like, what are you really yeah. gonna do? To yeah. Hold down? Which is what we talk about, like our our our, our selections for best. So yeah. my, my and, and is this, what's I, I was gonna say your disappointment kind of falls into that category as well. Like, whatever. Here we go. My disappointment is Black Thought and Danger Mouse cheat codes. Yeah. Um, mm, mm. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, Agreed. I, I I did a whole rant on Dan O's show on Free Music Empire with the homie John Morrison. Back in uh, fall, summer, fall. I love Danger Mouse so much. Like, I really do. From the Gorillas to Beck to fucking Black Keys and going back to, like, 
early gray album shit and all that like i I just love great i love danger mouse but when i heard this album like i remember the single came out and i was like oh this is like a 1991 ass beat and thought is just doing thought okay interesting and i saw the track listing like michael keaton wanuka and doom and all these people i'm like okay like this will be fucking cool and then i played it and then it ended and i just didn't give a fuck i just i was like oh okay fine and thought is so automatic like you could set a watch to this man bringing it every time like you don't have to worry about him you know like you could put him on anything he's going to be dope and all his eps and some of the ones i liked a lot some i didn't but except for the black star album he was the worst part of the black star yeah he was he was whack on that um yeah well that's like you know whatever he's wrapped the most of any human alive but um yeah i just like my overarching theme what i said on the dano show on free music empire was just like it made me realize that Danger Mouse is not a rap producer. No. So, and, and he sounds like, like I like his ear for like strings and arrangement, but his drums have no knock whatsoever. Like his shit is flat and there's no bite or like grit to what he does. And the way I described it was like, he has very British sensibilities. It's like gentlemanly, neat, good good manners nice strings you know like th- everything's thoughtful um but there's there's no grit there's no rawness there's no attitude there's you know what i mean there's no danger there's for a, a guy named fucking danger mouse which is a british cartoon show from the 60s he, he presents no danger in anything he does you know what i mean he's like very pristine which is cool when you're working with beck and shit you know or like Nora jones but not black thought for me so i played it so many times trying to trick myself that it was like one of my top played albums of 2022 because <laughs> i kept waiting and there's moments i like like the this the it's called like aquamarine like that shit is crazy the doom joint where he flips the same sample i flipped on my album um for five dollar god with the expert that shit is five but, but after that i was just like to go back to what we were just saying alaska it's like I can listen to Ken Cobra, Billy Woods, Fat Boy Sharif. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's just, <laughs> there's just so much better shit being made. I, I don't, I don't want to sit here and because I like both of these guys on the surface that I need to keep going back. Like, even, even the West Side Ten album. Like, I played the shit out of that. I, I don't want to play the Black Dog Danger Mouse album after I play that. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, there's just yeah. too much competition. Yeah, so, All right. that's my overarching thing. I mean, I, I played the, the Black Thought Danger Mouth album once mm-hmm. while I was driving driving around to go to the movies. Had a half hour car ride. I listened to it. I was like, all right, cool. And I never even gave it a second thought until we needed the <laughs> list of disappointments. And I was like, oh, yeah, that record came out. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. You know, I mean, I don't yeah. Know. But you know he he has like a new project out now, Black Doll, with with somebody else. I, I forget. I saw the cover; it was fucking amazing. So I'll check. It's it out, out or it's coming out. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either one. But um, it's like an EP or something with some dude named like Sean something. The cover looks unbelievable. So that would have been like my favorite artwork. But I, I, I'm not sure if it's available. But anyway, okay, cool. Let's take our last break and then we'll come back and just pick best artwork and wrap it all up. For yeah. the year 2000. 22. What's going on, Fallout Culture listeners? It's Mighty Healthy here. 
producer half of Mighty Cannons, the collab album between myself and Ace Cannons on Grimey Nobody Records. I'ma just be honest, you're not gonna find more excitement and action crammed into 30 minutes. Production-wise, we got 8,357 beat switches on there. I am not exaggerating. We have beats with actual drums and bass. Wow, what a concept. Your favorites don't do that. We have lyrics that are insulting. You want to be insulted for 30 minutes? And it's not just by Ace. We got Josiah the Gift on there. We got King Mike and Infamous on there for all my King Mighty 1 and 2 listeners. Substance 810. We have Jamil Honesty twice on there. And we got DJ Grasshopper doing some scratching. Oh, and you know, we got Capadonna just chilling on track 8. Hi, go check that out. The Mighty Cannons is out everywhere on every streaming platform. Spotify, Apple, LimeWire, Radio Shack, you name it. But if you want to give us money, which you should, you should go to GrimeyNobody.com. That's G-R-I-M-E-Y, nobody.com. The website is beautiful. The merch is handsome. I think we still have a couple vinyl left. We're not like the other guys. You're not going to wait 28 months for a vinyl because it's shipping out of Earth 612. If you get a vinyl now, you probably get it in a week or two. And if it's international, about three weeks. We still got CDs left, we got a couple of shirts, we have three foot frame posters. I mean, whatever whatever your fancy is, you probably got it. Somebody said that it might be 20% by the time you hear this, or not, you never know, you gotta check it out. Anyway, Ace Cannons, Mighty Healthy, Mighty Cannons, out everywhere, Grimy Nobody Records, okay, bye. Favorite artwork of the year. Um, Shreve's got to hop off, so I'm going to have him kick it off with, with his pick for his favorite album art of 2022. My favorite is the one and only Ethios. Ooh. I'm telling you, A, I always had a thing for just dope paintings for albums. Mm. Right. But to me, that's the epitome of like, if you look at the artwork, you can hear the music, you can feel the music, you can smell the music. Like, the artwork smoke, the, the artwork smoke super levels to that okay. album. It was like a, it was like a whole it was like a, a song in itself. Mm. <laughs> That's a fucking good call. Yeah, now nah, for sure. Yeah, the um when when I was at the the show with um Shrapnel when Woods was here and seeing like the vinyl for that, you know what I mean? Like in person, the cover, I was like, oh shit, okay, yeah. I get it. It's way different from like seeing on on a screen on Bandcamp versus like looking at the full fucking piece. Yeah, like, nah. yeah Woods Woods always has good artwork. Oh yeah, he nails it. All right, Shreve, yeah. we'll let you hop off. I know you got you got a jet, so thanks for coming back on. Hope you have a wonderful holiday break. Salute to you for having an excellent 2022. Thank you, bro. Vice versa. Call our culture. Peace, love. Alaska base. Cash. Oh, we love you, Zilla. I'm out. My man. All right, All right Sherry, peace. So let's right. let's go to No Faces pick his favorite artwork for 2022. Oh, you're on mute too. I can't hear you. I think I may have to go ahead and pick um, another album with a painting for mm. the cover as well. Um, I was I was having a little trouble deciding uh, which my favorite was from this year, but I did like the um, the 
uh, Peace Fly God yeah. uh, West Side Gun cover, which is uh, a Starker and Al Davino painting. Shout out to yeah. both of them. But uh, yeah, um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to pick uh, any any albums that that I'm on either. You know, right. so I'm, I will. Uh, I'll say that I, I like the that um, Peace Fly God art though yeah that shit is fucking cool i like that shit yeah that's that was like um like that i, I like the art more than a record <laughs> i i agree <laughs> yeah. I, I want i wanted starker on the record i'm like how the fuck you let this guy do a painting he doesn't rap yeah he's, yeah. he's my shit you know what uh alaska i don't know if you're listening to starker but uh i, I put block it on him a few years back and Blockhead was like this. He's like, listen to this dude rap. He sounds like the dude that that robbed me in a fucking staircase once at the Bronx in '93. Crazy. <laughs> that might have been Starker too. That might have been the same guy. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, I. The other album I was thinking of is a album I put out with with Starker and YL, mm. uh, Low Face. Um, and I actually really loved the cover for that. They. Um, got they commissioned that from uh from their friends um and that's like just some original painting that that i've seen in in yl's crib so you know i I could i really appreciate i think uh oh this wait 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 i think i know this dude who did the cover oh fuck yeah yeah, does he live in jersey i don't know i like his style though so clean um yeah fuck. i have i have the cds right here yeah Yeah. nope yo alaska i I think that's andrew's homie did that shit oh word yeah the artwork it's yeah that that's like very much his style i I just came across this dude like a week ago on instagram because andrew posted shit up the, the dude was like at some art show in like in like trenton or something like that they don't. They don't have his name. Uh, face. They, they don't. They don't have the name on the on the Bandcamp credits. But like, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, I think it's a uh, BB Guapo on Instagram. Um, oh, check a little BB oh, on the right. signature. I don't have my phone on me. I can't. I can't look it up. But fuck. Yeah, I love. I love Starker and Wild, bro. That Smoke record. I I didn't even know this one came out. Oh fuck, I'm adding this one too. Dude, this is a good episode. I'm gaining so much knowledge right now. This is fucking. Shout great. out those dudes. Yeah, fully produced by No Face. Look at no you. Face. Dude, you're out here. I love it. All right, I'm gonna add this one too. Nice. All right, Alaska. What, what's, what's your favorite fucking um your favorite art? Well, let me give you Castro's first. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep, yep. Um, so he had a uh, AJ Suede uh, oil on canvas, but it was the um the one that was put out by with Chong? the Darth Vader cover. Yeah, by Chong. I think, yeah, it might have been Chong's uh, alternate joint. Shasta Chong. Yeah. Yeah, so he went with that shit. Fuck yeah. Which is really dope. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, have you seen that one? The Star Wars shit? Yeah, I could share my screen and show off. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just looked it up. It's crazy. Yeah, it's dope, right? Yeah. So, and then for, for my choice, I broke my rule about going with homies. Uh-huh. And uh, 
I'm going with metal lung. Ooh, there you go. Just because it's such a gigantic world that they created on that album cover. Look at you. Definitely yeah. breaking your shit. Um, How to break the rule. You did. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. For Suede, it was, it was Darth Swader 7. No, there's a Darth Swader 7 is different than the... The Rose Gallery. The one with the fucking the face of Vader? No, it's... Yeah, there's a different the one that Castro sent is different. Oh, okay. It's, um, yeah, it's the oil on canvas one gotcha. from Chong gotcha. Wizard. Gotcha. Shouts to Chong. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Um Yeah, it's really Yeah, I see really it. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's similar but totally totally different. I'm I'm wilding. Um, yeah, it yeah, it took me a second to figure it out too, because I was trying to find it while we were talking. Yes. Oh yeah, because th- th- this is the one I'm on oil on canvas. Yeah. He put out so much shit this year too. I'm like losing track of, of suede. Yeah, Shows he did. Suede. Um, that's fucking cool. Yeah, metal lung is like, uh, shouts to Shane Ingersoll. I Castro has been in love with Shane for years since he did. I think I think when he did Rome cover for Arm and Hammer, uh, and then he Castro hired him to do the Blue Edwards cover for All We Need Is Kill, which is amazing. And then um, metal lung. I remember him talking about that way early on about what they were going to do with him. And then once he showed it to me, I was like, holy shit. Uh, yeah, shouts to Shane. Um, yeah. I'm going to go, I'll wrap it up. Uh, I'm going to go non-homie still because I'm mad cool with these cats, but the their collaborator, I, I respect and don't know very well. I'm going to go um, Dimensions of Dialogue, Pen Pals, and Spectacular Diagnostics. Mm. Um. Which you're on, Castro's on the record, Doof's on the record, Brain Orchestra, who's been on the show. Um, yeah, I've always loved Spectacular Diagnostics artwork. I think I think yeah, he's, he has great artwork. I think he's so dope. At um, I mean, he's clearly like a, a graphic designer type of cat in his life, and all the shit he's done for himself. It always reminded me of like some of the shit he's done. In the past reminds me of like old um, like children's books I would find at my grandmother's house. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like some choose your own adventure shit. Yeah, like some golden compass joints, and then mm. this one reminded me of like this, the mentions of dialogue was like some like demented, fucking like eighties paperback. I would find like a CD gas station or some shit. You know what I mean? It was like mm. people looking like zombies, and there's like a giant fucking like lizard or some shit with pterodactyls, and no one's got clothes on. <laughs> it's like. It's it's so fucking cool, and I I think what pen pals are really dope at is like, like swell and uh and Bobby like they're they they like to play in their own world, you know what I mean? Like they they like to be ill like New York fly rhymers, but have a, like they're very like visual rappers to me when I listen to them, and so Lincoln with spectacular diagnosis who's like a ill producer and a visual artist, it made a lot of sense, and you know. And Alaska, you fucking bodied this album. Um, oh, thank you. On all types of medicines, and Castro goes fucking crazy. Yo, Doof, man, we gotta get Doof back on. We haven't talked to Doof in a while. I love Doof's feature on this record too. Yeah, Doof comes off in that shit too. Yeah, and then and then Swell just sent me the new uh, Bobby Noble video today to peep it, which is fucking crazy. So yeah, nice. those, those those dudes work, man. They they do a lot of fucking ill shit every year, and uh and and stay inspired and cool. And so I, I wanted to salute them for this artwork because it's. Like if I see this vinyl out in the wind somewhere, I'm not sure if it's on wax yet, but I would definitely just buy the shit to look at it. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a maybe a painting, it may not be, but yeah, it's it's ill. So, 
I'm glad we're shouting out all the, the visualists and designers of the world. So there you go. All right, man. It's been a jam-packed episode. Maybe we'll take a long fucking vacation. Who knows? So, uh, face your first time on the show. Thank you. Let let everybody know where they where they can track you down. Where can they connect with you and find all your shit and find you personally? Uh, yeah. My uh, link to all my work, pretty much everything I produce that has been released on the internet. Um, you can find everything on my Instagram. Uh, I have a link tree on the Instagram at doe face doe dot face like uh bread doe d-o-u-g-h dot face not like homer simpson like doe face nah spelled <laughs> spelled uh proper uh right yeah look it up at doe yeah we'll put the we'll put the link in the um in the show notes so people can get easy access to it fuck yeah that's the shit, man. And what what do you I know you just put out mad shit this year with concept and why on Starker and Fat Boy. What else you got coming down the pike, if anything? Yeah, I have a couple albums I'm I'm working on. Some stuff I, I don't know if I could uh talk about quite yet, but I um I will say I'm I'm working on an album with uh a, a couple MCs who who I'm a fan of, so I'm I'm pretty hype on that. I'm I'm working on another album with Al Davino, um, trying to drop our second tape together, and I'm I'm also I'm working on an album with Raheem Supreme. Nice. Say that, uh, yeah, Richmond, Richmond okay. Head. Um, a lot and of you, stuff and in you're the doing words. the next Black Star album. That's, I can't believe yeah, you're gonna break that news I, right here, man. You and Mose and Quali just all been chilling. This is dope. <laughs> this is so cool. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the rumors are on GoDaddy.com. <laughs> yeah, you can only get it on GoDaddy. Exclusively from yeah. GoDaddy. <laughs> on AskJeeves.net, it's back. Yeah. <laughs> Stream the new No Face Black Star album. Only, only on Zoom players. Only on Zoom. Yes, MP3s. Yeah. You can hold four songs. <laughs> you got to buy four of them to hear the whole album. Uh, invest now. Invest now. Technology cyclical, bro. Zune players are coming back, bro. Coming back. It's going yeah. to be 2023's final. It's good. The, MP, the, uh, the MP3 holder phase is coming back. Yeah. Collectors. They want Mini it. discs. The mini discs. I need to do it. MP3 player. Dude, it's, it's fucking weird. It's so weird. Uh, Alaska, what do you got going on? I just got the the EP with Griff dropping on January fourteenth. Sick. Um, yeah, that's it for now. Yeah. I mean, there's other stuff, but it's the only one I got a date for. So, all right, good. And then uh, yeah. me, me and Andrew's album. Don't wait for me to leave. Just approved the test presses last Friday for vinyl. So, um, Castro popped my balloon last week saying, well, just because just you approved the test vinyl, it could still take another fucking four or five months to get the vinyl. Huh. And I was like, okay, well, fuck you, bro. So I want it tomorrow. How about that? So we're making progress, um, seemingly progress. I don't know how the, I've never pressed my own wax until this moment. So I'm learning, folks. And then uh, me and Alaska are wrapping up the, the second Cargo Colts record. And then uh, yeah. me and Jason Griff are wrapping up our 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 duo record that'll come out next spring at some point 
So waiting a couple features for that. And then uh, that's pretty much it, man. So another <laughs> one in the books. Doing good, doing well. Thanks to Sharif and No Face for coming through and making people's best of lists across the world. And um, Yes, sir. Making art that lasts, which is cool. And uh, all the picks. And hopefully people like me miss some of these albums and got the fucking knowledge in their brains and get the, get the iPod. Get load up the iPod, plug it back into your computer. We're going old school. Load that bitch up. You know what I mean? Download the shit on Kazaa. Burn it on a CD. Listen to it. You know what I mean? Best of twenty twenty two CDR mix with the marker. You write it on the thing. Leave it in your ex girlfriend's car. She speeds off. You're fucked. I don't miss that shit, bro. That's the thing I don't miss. <laughs> Leaving the CDR in someone's car and nope. never see it again. You're like, oh fuck. Put it in your disc, man. Listen to it on the way to work. You better get the anti-skip joint. You better get the anti-skip disc, man. Whoa. Never, never turn it sideways. All right. That's it for us. Call out culture and no face. Fatboy Sharif. We'll talk to you all later. Peace. All right. Peace, Peace. Later, guys.